of y'all like coffee? Nope. No. No? No, it's a natural Hot diuretic, and it makes me feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I'm actually not a big <laughs> coffee drinker either, but I wasn't sure, so... Uh, how about consensual sex? How do you feel about that? <laughs> Not a fan. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> like, 2018, what know, do you mean? No. You know, who, <laughs> you know who else seems to think so? Who's that? Uh, especially the virtual kind. Um, well, our friends over at Fox News, as well as many, uh, as well as the many senators who apparently had nothing better to do with their time. Uh, back in 2005. What, have non-consensual sex? <laughs> when, do we get, when do we get political? <laughs> because today we're going to talk about hot coffee. Um, a little known... Well, no, Is this the well story about the lady who spilled the McDonald's coffee so, on her No, cross? it's funny that you mentioned that because when I was trying to do research for this, every that other article was that. <laughs> and then at one point, uh, a friend of ours, uh, John, who tried to help us out with some research, also came over <laughs> with stuff about that story. And uh, he did a bunch of it. He's like, this is what you're talking about? Yeah, as far as I know, uh, not tied into video games. I think it happened in like the... She probably, played, she probably played Fortnite <laughs> in the <this laughs> 90s. All right, we got our Fortnite <laughs> reference out of the way. Um, but Damn yes, it. this is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasted on something so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is about hot coffee, uh, a mod in one Grand Theft Auto San Andreas where players could engage in some top secret and frankly very... Poorly controlled and crudely animated. Playable sex mini-games, disgustingly showing the game's main protagonist, um, you know, making love to his girlfriend in the comfort and security of her own home. Yeah. Uh, All you had to do was <laughs> fuck the girl, CJ! <laughs> Leading to uh, some huge public and government outcry, uh, the likes of which I personally have never seen in the lifetime of playing, in my lifetime of playing games at the time. Uh, yeah. uh, which this led to... Uh, massive recalls, re-ratings, millions of dollars, um, and uh, even affecting a bunch of other video games around it. Yes, today is going to be about that hot coffee, that topic. Um, I'm Randall Beatrice, uh, my pals Austin Blakesley, Yo. and Chris Antuano. That's a me. Uh, are also here with me today, as that's always. A me. That's me, Mario. <laughs> Mario's dude, thing, dude. Video, yeah. We're yeah. video games. Video dude. games. <laughs> you, got, you got us covered. Um, but uh, this is Hot Button, and who's ready for some overblown nonsense? Ew, I'm excited about always. this one. I really am. Um, now, what's especially funnier for this topic is that nearly everyone on the entire planet knows about this fucking game series. Uh, and why shouldn't they? Uh, Grand Theft Auto is awesome. It rules. Uh, I've I've played them all. I was even a big fan since the beginning, going back to like 1997. I never played any of the top uh, the down top down ones. ones. Nah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Two is fucking weird. That's the top down one. right? Yeah, well, one is I'm top like... down as well, but two two takes place in the future, uh, and it's in like it has like a neo kind of like uh, kind of Asian vibe. And there's right. like arc weapons in it and stuff like that. <laughs> it's really sick. weird. It had online stuff. Um, uh, and back in like you know before a lot of the, I mean now everything does. But uh, but no, we're going to talk about 2005's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh, and which I am assuming you guys have uh, also played as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Too too much. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. like that one a lot? Yeah. I got it on my phone, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you have that yeah that that Android port or whatever. iPhone, dude. IPhone. Does it really run on mm. iPhone? It does. Yeah. yeah. It controls uh, like great. <laughs> <laughs> It did and they didn't did they had to, to, to edit some music out of that version yep. as well yeah um, but this uh, it's funny San Andreas actually rates kind of in the middle of the the 
GTA pack for me. I know it's an unpopular opinion. Uh, I did like. Yeah, for sure. I, I know I like the setting, uh, not as much as Vice City, but uh, the characters and story in it are. That's where GTA's storytelling actually started to matter in a significant way. Like yeah, the performances yeah, yeah. in that game are really. Oh good. yeah, it's huge. Uh, Samuel Jackson was the bad guy. Yeah. As a Officer Tenpenny. Um, and it definitely had some heavier themes in comparison to the sillier stuff in the past games. Like yeah. it, it, like it was, it, they were trying to kind of tackle some stuff in relation to like the, the like LA race riots. And but stuff it was like still silly. Oh yeah, no, it was, it was, <laughs> it's still, it's still Grand Theft Auto. Um, I mentioned the music; it was was pretty great. Uh, and it, I guess for maybe me, it was just a little bit of fatigue from the previous releases, just because I played a lot of three in Vice City, and this game was only a year after, like or two years after Vice City, I think. It's two um, years, I think. It might have been one year. It came out in two thousand four on PS two. Um, I know the the Xbox and Windows versions came out later. It came out in October uh, two thousand four, and but so I guess at this point with the new consoles, would they have been announced yet? Yes. At least the 360, maybe that, yeah, it was like gearing towards the I don't the next. know, we were just out there, four more years of punk rock because of Bush, <laughs> that's all I thought about that year. Did you have the Rock Against Bush albums? Yeah, both of them, uh, yeah, yeah absolutely, too. incredible those, those albums. Were, those were really incredible <laughs> albums. That was the first time I heard a lot of, uh, but that, no, they, this, um, I, the Xbox and Windows versions didn't come out until uh, June of 2005, and uh, it, trust me, this is actually going to come into play a lot yeah. later for this, but um, a game was developed by Rockstar North, published by Rockstar Games. Little startup. Not sure if you've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little company. <laughs> but this game was huge. I'm pretty sure it was the best-selling game of that year. Uh, like I said, it was a sequel. Sort of, It served as a sequel to the, in the same line as 3 and Vice City, as I mentioned before. But this game went on to sell 27.5 million copies when it was last counted in Jeez. 2011. Which, uh, now, uh, you know, that, that number is, I think, less than half of what 5 has sold. But... In yeah, that but time, it's still that incredible. Was, oh no, it yeah, is incredible. Because uh, obviously, this game received like some some real acclaim. Uh, it has, a, I think, a ninety five on Metacritic, which is putting it up near the top of that site, tied with Vice City. Uh, not just quite hitting the marks of three, four, and five, but still a heck of a game and a heck of a series. But forget reviews and copies sold because we're not here to talk about that today. We're going to talk about fucking. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I yeah. didn't know we were going blue on this <laughs> Um Now, in the campaign of this game, uh, you mentioned the character CJ, uh, Carl Johnson. You could date up to... You could date one of six different girlfriends introduced throughout the story and, like, side missions and stuff. And you did this by carrying out special dating missions in order to, like, improve your relationship with whatever particular women, woman you chose yeah. to pursue. I don't really remember the part of this game being that great. Me either. Yeah, like, but, you know, I, I think it add, they, they were trying to add to the scope and size of the world a little they bit. They definitely improved on it when real. you could date your cousin in Grand Theft Auto 4 by taking a bowling. <laughs> <laughs> but. but they... The, and the, I think the funny thing, I think the reason why a lot of people played these is there was actually some, like, um, in-game benefits to doing so. Like, there would, like, be incentives, depending on which girl you chose, like, there that it was that you, you took out, because, like, I think um, you could even, like, there was a nurse, I think, that would grant your character with free visits to the hospital without losing your weapons when you died. Yeah, which is an incredible fun. perk if yeah. you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you would do this for a while, and once you sort of aligned with the same person long enough, completing all the missions for them... Uh, the girlfriend would then have a chance of inviting you into their place for coffee, As so to speak. As happens in real life. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. you complete enough missions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's funny, too, it's funny that they use the, the code name coffee and rather than like having someone in for a drink. Yeah. I, I don't know. But coffee. You know. And, and, and this would also be... Uh, 
like whatever I think whatever time of day that you did the mission would still be coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, time for it, some night coffee. <laughs> which um, the player at that point could accept or decline. I'm just thinking um, if I ever like did some mission for like a girl, <laughs> like you know went out and, like stole a car and got shot at and like had to do all some wild yeah, shit. Life imitates video. Games. I better be getting some coffee, dude. Hot coffee or cold coffee? <laughs> Um, in the, so in the original unmodded version of the game, uh, players would just see an exterior view of the girlfriend's house with like muffled voices of CJ and his girlfriend doing sexy stuff. Yeah. Uh, and where that, I'm at most of the time. And that, that would basically play out from inside the house, but it seemed pretty, ino- it, it seemed innocuous enough, at least for GTA. Um, well, at least it was until, uh, we're going to fast forward a little bit. Game's out on PS2 for a while. Everybody's loving it. Sells great. Review's great. Uh, now... We're going to jump a time a little bit to June 9th, 2005, and this is two days after the release of the Xbox, and more importantly, in this case, the PC with a Windows version. Um, a modder by the name of Patrick W. on the forums is full name Patrick uh, Wildenborg. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Of the Netherlands. Sounds He's right. from the Netherlands. Well, that's a great name. <laughs> um, uploaded a file for download to a site called gtagarage.com, simply titled Hot Coffee. Um but yeah, uh, I have a little bit of backstory just kind of on the mod itself, and I, I was I was never really huge into modding stuff, not back then at least. Yeah. It was kind of harder to do so. Um, I couldn't tell you the first thing. No? No. <laughs> no. I, I barely understand how to turn my laptop on. <laughs> There's a button. There, yeah. It says power. Yes, it says escape. I'm trying to escape reality. Every time I press it, the laptop will not turn on. You got S, Kataral, and Pig up. Um, the site was popular. So this, this GTA, uh, garage site was pretty popular within the community of those that like to make custom content for these games and dissect code primarily in the PC versions. Um, but, um, Patrick, uh, Wild, Wildenborg, mm-hmm. uh, which if you want to know more about him, there, there's like a great piece on your gamer just like about him, like nice. where he came from and something like that. But he was the sort of unlocker of this hidden content. But he did have a couple others helping him. He was well known in the scene because he he was making he made a mod that helped increase the number of cars in your in-game garage. Uh, I, th- I think initially I don't have it written down. I think you could only store like four cars, and he changed. He like made it like so you could store like forty. Nice. But this was a feature that bothered him that like people like really responded to. But the console version, which is the PS2 one that has been out for months, was obviously like much harder to modify. Well, they yeah. apparently like spent time looking at assets, but weren't really able to properly create anything until the PC version came out. Yeah. So they just studied. They just studied. They just studied uh, file formats until they waited. Yeah. Um, but and here's where the story gets kind of funny. Um, while sifting through the the PS2 files, this is like in December of '04, they found files with really enticing names like yeah. in the code. Uh, and in all caps, they found ones called sex. Yeah. <laughs> kissing. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> S&M. Yeah. And uh, my favorite, blowjobs, but with a Z. <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of which apparently were animation labels. Uh, uh, but they, uh, they also found naked character models on the disc. Hell yeah. Um, Although the the mini games, what's the code for an animation label? Them, I got yeah. some text with a Z at the end to me. <laughs> them, them hot PS2 oh, polygons. So, I'm just, so before we go any further, I'm just curious. Did you guys ever? Did, have you guys seen videos of how coffee? Yes. Looks like? Yeah, of okay. course. So 
it's so it's it's so funny. Like it just that it just feels so quaint compared to now. You were talking about GTA Five and yeah. like some of the things in that are just so explicit. Yeah. So stupid. When you play so in dumb. first person and you try to get a stripper to like love you, but you kind of like watch the guy come out. Oh like, no no no! It, hey, yeah, you're not touching on yeah. It was like the most embarrassingly long time I've ever spent trying to do something stupid in a video game. I was that, like, that can would, this be over? That this would literally awkward. be the moment that your friend comes over, or your parents come in, right? Like um. Oh, of course. Your roommates. Hey, what do you play? Yeah, <laughs> oh, you know. rubbing some video game titties. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the when they played that on Conan, and he was uh, and 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 then the the chicks like, oh, what do you want to do to us? And he was like, I don't know, uncross your eyes because like the character <laughs> yeah. models are like messed up. Um, but so the funny thing about these sex mini games is even though there were naked character models uh, apparently on the disc, the I, the mini games ironically featured them fully clothed until you put the both of those files together. So yeah. it's, you're just seeing like. <laughs> pretty much just like dry humping um but all the so these discoveries the 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 ones with the the the, the raunchy names and uh character models were found by a modern name barton water duck <laughs> yeah classic I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um and 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 in, uh, in March of 2005, Water Ducks uh, finds, along with Patrick's slight adjustments to the code, were put together into a mod that they both felt would prove functional, except they couldn't actually properly test it until the PC version was out in full. So, so what do you mean? Like, they, I guess they tested the code, like, on a computer? I, like, don't, I don't actually know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just saw that it was... That it, it, would, like, it was theoretical, you can, I guess, You can extract point. the files from the PS2 disk but there's no way for you to get them back onto a disc to run in a gotcha. PS2. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. That actually, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's, here's where it, it gets kind of uh, kind of sneaky and sort of fun. That Patrick and, and his team, including Barton, uh, decided to keep this mod a secret like the whole time. They, they thought if word got out about the mod... Uh, like early, then Rockstar would scramble to remove it before they knew what it did. Yeah. Because I think Rockstar was aware that there was a, a modding community out there. They just didn't know to like what extent. Um, yeah, and who would like? What, I don't know what the modding community is like. You know, we might have to do now. A, I think developers are like that. way more conscious of yeah, it. But yeah, like in two thousand four, how strong it was. Yeah. Like, there had to be some stuff. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Even by two thousand four, there were definitely already community driven games. True, that and then not like a, a lot of shooters like and stuff in the nineties. People yeah. were making their own maps and, and and stuff like that. Doom had plenty of mods and Quake and stuff. But um, so come release day for Windows. These dudes were so excited that they actually had a fellow modder send a, uh, in the United States, send a copy of the game's script early since the PC release in Europe wasn't scheduled until three days after the launch nice. in the United States. because yeah, they were in Europe. Yeah. yeah. So once uh, they got that, they quickly edited what was sent to him in, in Hex Editor, uh, which, uh, Austin, I'm sure you probably know more about that program than me. But they flimped this uh, infamous toggle that he believed would reveal the hidden works and then sent it back to his American friend overseas. Fifteen minutes later, uh, he received a video from that guy what it was. So they were ecstatic. Like, it was just so funny. Not like, like... what they found, so and this, so what a lot of people don't know is that he that he actually found two unlockable sex mini games, not one. It's just the one is the one that everybody knows about. Yeah. But the first one was actually a game called the Spanking Game. No Z's there, surprise. No Z's, yeah. They, they, I'm sure they would fit them in anywhere they could. <laughs> but uh, where players are invited to smack CJ's girlfriend on the butt rhythmically tapping a button to raise an excitement bar. <laughs> 
<laughs> like a shitty music rhythm game. Hey, and is there any kids out there? Not very far off of how it works in real life. <laughs> well, I like this because the second, the famous second game was actually called the Shagging Game, gotcha. which. You know, it, I, I know that game took place in the early 90s, but I don't think people were throwing that lingo around much. <laughs> yeah, <but>. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Where you would move the analog sticks in time with the characters' bodies while they did it in like various positions. Again, yeah, with, an, like it, with th- an excitement. We mode. like to think that Rockstar's really cool. So, Rockstar yeah, North, yeah. who developed all the GTA games. Yeah. <clears throat> Is a Scottish company. Okay. So that's why I was called the Shaggy oh. Game. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. No, that makes like a lot more sense. It does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, I was saying, like, we, I was about to say, we like to think they're a bunch of, like, cool guys, but they're probably, like, nerds, like, hardcore. Oh, maybe? yeah. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's I don't know. Thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, Rockstar North has kind of become the edgy studio. Fair enough. Like, I guess where I'm getting well, at is... not edgy what do you in, think like, a shitty way. I meant, like, they're with it. Like, yeah, they seem yeah, pretty yeah. hip. I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm just trying to get at, what do you think the lowest quality animation porn you can have that just sexually arouses you enough to jerk off to it? That's up there. Like, what's the Le- Leisure suit level. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, I have a note about that coming up that I purposely hid from you, because I knew you'd be I excited. Have, I, have to, I have to imagine that the people at Rockstar North made that... Seeing the animations yeah. for that, either they cut it because they were not done at all, yeah. or they're like, this is so stupid. <laughs> I think that's so here's, the, no, no, here's like, the funny thing. They're not like, this is fucking hot. I've looked into this. No, no, no I didn't it's, think they were. I just meant it's, people in it's general. It's almost both of those combined with an even stupider reason. So, so the funny thing about these mini-games... And, and I'll get to that, trust me. Is, these minigames were very... There's a, there was a lot of minigames in San Andreas. There's a, there's a bunch of them in 4 and 5, too, where you could just like go around town and do stuff. And this was, like, from a gameplay perspective, kind of similar to a dancing minigame that was on the game, which I don't remember that being great either. But um, in these the videos that he got, each character was clothed uh, in both before the other mod was added. And there were no general shots or anything. But needless to say, this the modding community was like... They were so thrilled to find this shit because yeah. they just thought it was they thought it was hilarious. Ooh. Like yeah. they didn't think it was hot either. They thought it was hysterical. <laughs> they he quickly named it hot coffee, um, you know, from the quote that the girlfriend in the game says, and immediately released it to the public, making it actually the first official mod for San Andreas to be available <laughs> nice. in the process. That was literally the first mod to come out for that game. And I, I have this uh, uh, the description for what the file read when he posted it, and he, he wrote, with this mod, you will be able to unlock the censored interactive sex minigame with your girlfriends in San Andreas. Rockstar built all the stuff in the game, but decided to disable it in their final release for unknown reasons. And now this mod enables these sex minigames again, so now you can enjoy the full experience. Yeah, the full Pretty experience. to the point. <laughs> so... Before we go into Rockstar side, uh, th- we're going to just kind of talk about how quickly this blew up. Because, like, there are mods now that I haven't seen light the world on fire this quickly. Because no member of the site GTA Garage ever predicted the, fu- like, the, the storm that would, like, erupt out of this. It took less than a month for that story to make national headlines past industry publications. So, like, at, like game sites were reporting on it for a little while, but then, like, this shit was on... Like, you know... The New York Times. Yeah. It, yeah. This was everywhere by the time that month came out. Or, or by the, like, a month after this mod was out. Yeah. It was really crazy. Uh, on July 6th of that year, California Assembly member uh, Leland Yee... Leland Yee. Leland Yee. Okay. I he sighed because I just still, knew... He's I was gonna... still going. Oh, really? He is responsible for 
when they tried to make it illegal for seventeen or under seventeen year olds to buy M rated games. Oh, uh, that makes a lot and of sense. And he was the guy that he got very he got famous for fighting hot coffee, and then was found guilty of helping people smuggle weapons across the border. <laughs> Holy shit. I have not researched that, so I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that was Leland Yee. Oh my god, I, I just love the thought of like, yo, this video game's got tits in it, yeah. it's corrupting our youth, <laughs> smuggling guns, I couldn't no. write a better joke. That's so <laughs> yeah, guns funny. are bad, yeah. Um, so, so he's, him and the uh, National Institute of Media and Family, otherwise known as NIMF. Wow. Great. What a bunch of twats. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're a bunch of nymphs. Uh, they issued separate press releases, basically warning parents of the mod's existence, which this only obviously led to attracted more people to go download it. Yeah, like, they no just, shit. yeah. It's like, Are you kidding me? If you tell me there's something I can't do, what better? Like, you're, you're, you're reaching to the demographics. It's like right. telling kids, like, what will get them high. Yeah. Not, like, let, me, let me put this right here yeah. since we're still talking about them. An affidavit was filed on March 14th, 2014, <laughs> charging Leland Yee with violating Title 18 of the United States Code, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Yee was accused of dealing firearms without a license and illegally importing firearms. <laughs> he was also accused of accepting tens of thousands of dollars in campaign contributions and cash payments to provide introductions and help clients get contacts. You're telling me he okay. wasn't a GTA fan? <laughs> Like, yeah, right. like, he's a fucking character in the game for Christ's yeah. sake. I mean, we're, we're probably like the, the the gun smuggling could literally be like he ordered a rifle from outside of the country illegally. You know what I, I mean? Don't know. It could be one gun, and still technically that would be that law. But still, accepting thousands the of dollars in cash contributions—that's good. That's sketchy. The only thing that would have made this funnier is if he was like he found guilty of prostitution or something. Like, yeah, like right. he was like he, he was, was guilty. He was spanking. Of, yeah, he was found fucking a bucket full of styrofoam cups used for hot coffee. <laughs> He was found guilty of arms trafficking and racketeering. Holy shit! <laughs> that's Dude, a GTA, GTA villain if I ever heard yeah, one. Yeah, that's, that's GTA brilliant. 6. This guy's in. <laughs> so, um, a fellow modder and administrator of GTA uh, Garage.com uh, named Ill Spirit uh, said, surprisingly, before Nymph and Yi warned everybody, quote unquote, about hot coffee, we only had a couple thousand downloads. When after that, in the media panic that soon followed, it was at over a million. Yeah, no Their shit. server was pushing like seven terabytes of data a month, and this was back in 04, or 05. Yeah, so yeah, like, like, just to, to talk about the popularity of this thing, thanks to these idiots. You know what'll help teenagers stay away from this? Telling every teenager <laughs> with a giant media platform. You won't believe what's on this game. That's what I don't <laughs> understand about this whole thing. Yeah. Is that like, adults, and I... Maybe our generation is different or whatever, but adults still don't understand that telling teenagers not to do something is what gets teenagers to do something. Your demographic is people who are wanting to just tell tell them not to do something. Also, two things. Number one, uh, seeing seeing poorly animated sex, not that bad. Considering the fact that you have to go online to download the mod, you know what else is online? Porn, and it's a lot worse. That's what I was about to say. You were like, I can play San Andreas on my phone. I was like, I can go to Pornhub.com. And like, and another thing is like, 
personally, if I had a kid and they did something like if I heard about hot coffee and went to them about it, they're like, oh, I already downloaded it. I'd be like, you downloaded a mod? Uh, yeah. How the fuck? And get them a book on fucking program. Like, <laughs> I would have loved that's to see. That's a skill. I would have loved to see these news outlets try and like, I, like I, maybe they're probably out there on YouTube, but like try to find those stories of them describing what they think it oh, is. Oh, probably. Uh, they used what they're calling a personal computer <laughs> and then they they hacked they hacked, in, uh, they so hacked into I a bet, mainframe. I bet those stories didn't even report it being a mod. I bet they just said, yo, this yes. is in San Andreas. So on the Wikipedia okay. page for San Andreas under the hot coffee mod right. subheader it says in mid june 2005 a software patch for the game dubbed hot coffee was released by patrick wildenborg <laughs> under the internet alias patrick w a 38 year old modder so it says that it was released by a modder but it, it doesn't calls it say the hot coffee mod but then it calls it a software patch yeah and it doesn't not, not the same thing, not the same thing <laughs> it doesn't all. exclusively say he doesn't work for rockstar either yeah you're right no it actually doesn't it makes it sound like it's an official part of the game it makes it sound like he's part of the company but yeah so uh, our boy patrick found himself in the midst of a war zone like he like with with various media uh like outlets calling and writing for his interviews like uh, and writing for interviews like constantly his house was staked out by like dutch uh like dutch news organizations and he was getting phone calls like apparently constantly like he apparently like i think there's like a story where he said he like pull, unplugged his phone i just imagine him one day pouring a cup of coffee in the morning walk, walking Whoa. out the door and being like i changed a zero to a one fuck off just helicopters like, <laughs> he has spotlights on him in a robe like just. he's probably the most famous uh, european with a weird accent until the guy who made minecraft got famous. <laughs> Um, this guy's probably less racist, though. He, seem, he seems like a good dude. Um, or sexist, or whatever. And I, less I sexist, despite That's the fact that he released hot coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, less than a month after, uh, basically, like, um, that this was released, uh, and this is all within a span of, like, 30 days, all this shit that I'm saying, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, the ESRB, otherwise known as the uh, Entertainment Software Ratings Board, launches a full official investigation to find out if any violation of their rules had occurred. Apparently, um, so, Austin, you know a bit about the ESRB rating process as yes. well, right? Yes. Do you know if it's the same still? Yes. That doesn't seem like a good way to... Here's the thing. Here's the. I thing. know it's not like a movie. There's, where you there's can just... two. Number one, the ESRB is not a government agency. It's not. It's yeah. a private yeah, it's company. Private. So that's the thing that they were trying to change. Uh, like I think it was like five years ago, where they were trying to make a government agency yes. to it. Because like the MPAA and the RIAA, the yeah. radio and the movie ones, yeah. are the same. They're not yes. government agencies. That's this was. Um, uh, we'll but, get into that a little bit later like, too about why yeah, video games like, became such a target here. They have they charge <clears throat> people to get ESRB rated, but I think it's ten thousand dollars. Yeah, but it's something? like Jeez. yeah, you'd have to have a team Hurts of indie people. Devs a lot. Well, yeah, Here's I'm the sure. thing. You'd have to have a team of people to play through every game. Yeah, sure, and find sure. every little corner, which of they the can't game, do. Games which are is impossible. Bad. And also, even if that was the yeah. Order of things, they wouldn't have found hot coffee because they don't know right. how to mod. <laughs> That's absolutely true. You would literally true. have to get a software hacker to break apart the files All of the, the game and look through every asset, every line of yeah. dialogue, every yeah. audio clip. And there's Never no way happen. they're doing that. Not for ten no. grand so a pop. Apparently, no. the way the MPAA does it is that's this board of uh, of you know like 
aggressive parents and other people of personnel they they yeah, sit mad in, moms <laughs> yeah they love it they sit in a it's a bunch of people of mixed orientations are in a room and they watch the film and they take notes during the movie of the things that they find like every bit of violence or language or sexuality or drug use or anything and to like write it down and determine like you know not only is this going to be a pg or pg-13 or whatever or if it's like an R, they have like a very descriptive, just kind of like this is, they rated yeah. this for this. And the yeah, way my that. My favorite has gore and nudity. <laughs> and the way that. And I mean, the, the, I mean the, MP, the, the way the MPA does it is also pretty fucked because they're just like counting how many F bombs they hear. Yeah. And the second they hear two, they're like, oh, it's an R, not a PG 13. For more information yeah. on this, check out the movie This Film Is Not Yet Rated. Yes. yes. It's a documentary also, about the MPA. It's fantastic. Yeah. And also, yes. we're going to probably plan ourselves doing a nice little deep dive on the ESRB. Yes, and doing absolutely. That, that, yeah, too, I so. definitely want to go deeper into that. Cause, uh, but the, the one thing I will say is in this case and in every, uh, in, and I guess in all cases of how they came to their rating for this game initially is that the developers are basically titled with like, is it a video they put together of all the content in the game that they yeah. would find questionable you or subjective? You make like a super long trailer and then you deliver that with a packet of information. They yeah. read through it, they watch the trailer, and then that's how they come up with the content descriptors. Right. The content descriptors where it's like, you know, like Rock Band is rated teen because it has lyrics. lyrics yeah. Yeah. So they give them the songs that are in the game mm -hmm. and then it has like, there's cutscenes in Rock Band it has tobacco use and alcohol yeah. use because they're drinking out of red solo cups and people are smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and it's like most <laughs> so of the content descriptors come directly from the developer okay like, that makes sense because it's very most develop i'd say most game studios know the rating they're going to get in development like yeah. it's, it's no then surprise there's also no they're reason like, oh, to wow, lie to get slapped yeah. with fines either so yeah yes. exactly and then we're going to get into that later so it's like it's it's basically like they're signing it like you know uh documentation saying hey we're not a we're not lying about anything and we're not hiding anything from what we say but like anyway, after this, the ESRB launched this investigation. Uh, Patrick, hearing about this, removed the mod as a sign of respect to Rockstar, a company that he loved. Like yeah. that he like he was a huge Grand Theft Auto that fan. Definitely a big part of the community. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So. And uh, I mean, at this point, it was too late. It didn't matter that the mod got taken down. It was already like that's some like Beyonce get that shit off the internet like yeah. kind of thing. Like <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, it's over. Um, but now I want to, I want to show, we're going to rewind a little bit and, uh, you know, it's going to be like a Tarantino movie where this, we're, I'm going to talk about what, what Rockstar was doing at the same time that all this was going on, uh, which, well, actually we're going to, we're going to, we're going to go back even before the game is out. Yeah. Tarantino um, movie rated W for <laughs> white guy who likes to choke people and say the N word. <laughs> Sorry. He's a good filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he can't do an Australian accent though. No. It's real bad. Um, now, all right, so uh, the funny thing is Rockstar, obviously, they, they knew about everything that was going on. Like, it wasn't a surprise to them that this stuff was found, but both of these mini-games were only cut eight weeks prior to the game's uh, original launch on PS2. Okay. And, like, Austin was saying, like, like, what was the reason? Because clearly it wasn't done, but it was also, like... So here's the funny thing. The developers that... Or the, the artists and programmers who worked on this content... We're specifically told in like a company email to purposely and intentionally push the boundaries of the M rating, nice. which is why those scenes got developed in the first place. Like, I like that. That was part of the like. Which is Rockstar's thing. That is yeah, Rockstar's exactly. thing. GTA Five pushed saying, it Fuck too. you yeah. and doing yeah. things their own way. You know? and, like that, that, I mean, think about it. This the, the, they made like 
Bully and and well, Bully was a, actually a teen rating game that'll come up later. But they produced um, Manhunt, Man yeah, yeah, and it's Max where Payne. You can strangle people with plastic bags and shit, right? Yeah, Max Payne, La Noir has it's got some yeah. pretty heavy stuff in there. Like you're it, allowed to show the aftermath of sexual crimes, just not consensual <laughs> sex. <laughs> um, yes, you're not allowed to show sex in a video game, but you can traffic guns across yeah. the border. <laughs> I get. Well, I I didn't mean to reference Bully. That's actually one of their much more quaint titles. You know that really fucked up game they put out? Rockstar Presents Table Tennis? (laughs) Yeah. There's some shit in there. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Apparently if you hack it, there's a mini game where there's a guy shoving a tennis racket up his ass. (laughs) The wide end. (laughs) I want you to really push the E rating. (laughs) Um, so So here's the funny thing is, their first idea while this was being developed these minigames was to actually, they were going to plan to have two separate versions of the game come out on PC. One M and one AO, uh, adults only. Uh, just like Chris's favorite series, Leisure Suit Larry. They did that yeah. for the PC release of Leisure Suit Larry Magna Cum Laude. Which, which <laughs> what is, a great pun. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they made two versions for PC, and basically oh, one I had nipples it. and one didn't. But yeah. the console versions were just yeah, it's, it's it's like come <laughs> yeah. But... I thought you were gonna say uh, loud, like just no, it's loud but loud. Also. It is loud, yeah, yeah. So like come loud. Is oh, that pre- dude? So oh, many, man. yo, that game hits on so many levels, dude. <laughs> it's it's got layers. When they came up with that, they were like. So happy about yeah, it. Yeah, they all high fived and went out for a drink. <laughs> like, dude, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> now the second Day's idea. Day's work done. Cutting that at eleven a.m. Let's get some drinks. They've only been there for fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the second idea, afraid of backlash from that, because they knew you know kids would be way more enticed to go for the AO rated one, of course, uh, than the mature rated. Which I I should say, um, it's only one. The descriptor of the M rating is seventeen and up, and the descriptor of the adults only rating the AO rating is. 18 and up. Yeah. So, so there's just one year. One year. Um, but they, they still were, they weren't sure about that. So their second idea was to launch the game on PC in the same state as the PS2 version uh, as in its original M-rated fashion, but then release a special adults-only rated patch that would unlock the sex scenes similar to kind of how hentai games do it on steam right now yeah where you like they they can they sell basically just the base game and then they're like you know yeah but, listen up for how to accomplish this everybody no <laughs> <laughs> those games on steam usually make you pay for that content i think this the plan for this was that the patch would be free but you'd have to go to their site to download it to download it yeah which yeah, no yeah. kid knows how to do of course no of course not. yeah but now um, get ready for a new segment uh <laughs> hot buttons how to Acquire hentai and video game porn easy. <laughs> It'll be in the notes for the podcast. Just if you, but um, <laughs> eventually though, uh, they just settled on hiding the content rather than removing it. Uh, because like making it basically impossible for quote unquote for the player to access it with from within the game, despite the fact that that relevant code was still being left on the disc. But this was due to time constraints. Really, that's why those games are so unpolished. Like, it was yeah. just they had these animation files and these character models. That, and, that's know, what like, people did back then. Yeah, All I mean, the dude, time. That's what, yeah. Remember what happened with KOTOR 2? When no. KOTOR 2 felt super unfinished and people were like, fuck happened. And then modders got the PC version of the game. Yeah. Right. And then they fucking recreated the, the unfinished content and it made the game, like, yeah, 75% yeah, exactly. longer. Way, way longer, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, like, that's no, a lot that. of times. Like, if you spend all that money developing code, you put it on the disc because then, if you eventually want to finish it, put it out as DLC, <laughs> whatever. As D- yeah, and it's less of like fucking, a patch, yeah. less work. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's not like it can be accessed. It's not like a book where everything's there for yeah, you to acquire. Yeah. It's okay. like getting a book that you can only read with a cipher, and like the rest. I of mean, it's like some you of my favorite like, like stories about like some N sixty four games and stuff. Like like if you ever like read about like I want to do an episode on, uh, about Goldeneye. Yeah. And it's amazing because there's just so much stuff just left on there. Yeah. Like it's just like there are entire portions of levels that you can like access that they just like you know I'm sure like I don't know a lot about programming I'm sure it was probably just it's way easier to do that like to just be like ah that we'll just abandon this that's because one day one guy starts out and he makes a level and they're like I don't really like this Yeah. and then they're like well it'll take me a couple hours to take it out or I could just put an invisible wall there and we can keep programming because we have five months to make this fucking game and I I want to see my kids at some point in my life (laughs) (laughs) timelines on games were crazy I remember on Grand Theft Auto 3 there was like a secret people found like an abandoned uh, strip of street that was like floating somewhere that you could access by like trying to fly that dodo plane there. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah, found yeah. out that that existed in the game's code because that was where they shot. Well, not shot, I guess is the right word, but that is where the first cutscene in the game takes yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they like built this little alleyway for the opening cutscene, and they just left it in the you know in the city. It takes more to take it out. I'm assuming. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um. But yeah, that, so like now, you know, having addressed that, we're going to go back to like when this mod gets out and then, you know, angry parents, politicians, other boring people just start demanding an explanation from Rockstar right yeah. off the bat. Cause yeah. you know, they obviously like a lot of these people. Don't. I demand an answer. Hold on. <laughs> this is my racketeering guy. Hold on. <laughs> this is Lee. No. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I demand yeah, you the, explain. The guns are on their way. <laughs> Yeah, just imagine. Sure, you're on speaker. Phone. You're on speaker. Yeah. No, he's got he's got he's got a phone, and one line is like the, his arms dealers that he's talking to. The other line is just like angry parents about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's for my other job. Um, so Rockstar for a while, uh, they they drag their feet for a bit. They mostly stay pretty silent uh, while trying to come up with the right answer that would hopefully get all these people off their fucking backs yeah because there's literally their game's already out at this point yeah there's nothing they can do at the moment exactly and uh guess what their statement was what's that to point fingers um on july 12th rockstar puts out a statement blaming the whole situation on quote a determined group of hackers who have gone to significant trouble to alter scenes in the official version of the game ah Basically, outright lying and denying all allegations about what it. What a bunch! Of, I changed my mind. What, They're twats I, too. It now. sucks. I think. That, well, I think the, a lot of the people who made those decisions are not there anymore. But, I agree, and but I also think it's definitely not. Like it's a, it's a huge bummer. Yeah. Also, did they think that would work? This mod came out days after the PC like release. Like, do you think they like? Like, did they think they're like people would go, modders would go through like the building something that fast? And yeah, then... yeah, yeah. Well, I think mostly it's probably just they figured that the community wouldn't have much backlash because they knew it was just a mod. Right. And they figured this would just get like your average fucking mom. Oh, it was, it was hacked. One of the four buzzwords I know about computers that's yeah. bad. So it'll just get them off so the tail. So this lie didn't last very long, but they tried. They, they claimed that the mod violated the game's end user license agreement. Citing hot coffee as uh, 
only being possible through, quote, significant technical modifications and reverse engineering. If you take the word significant out of that, that's 100% accurate. Yeah, yeah? Say, it okay. is technical modification and it reverse is, engineering. It is technical exactly modification is. and reverse engineering, and it is a violation of the EULA. But, like... Hmm. It's Rockstar. Yeah. And also, they don't, like, they've been, mods, you can't stop modders. The most gamers, companies have almost given up on it or, like, totally. went or to embraced great, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Embraced it or went, go to great lengths to stop yes, it. Yes, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, so, a lot of people in game development come from the modding community. That's very true. Because yeah. yeah. if you spend all your time reverse engineering game code, you know how game code works really well so yeah, exactly. i mean if, if you're valve that's just where all your franchises come from left yeah. for dead mod counter-strike mod. Yeah, mod like yeah, yeah like exactly. you know it's like, it's very all, funny all shit. Mm-hmm. Like, wasn't dota a mod Dota was a mod. yeah so yeah there's a ton of game companies who do that they hire people and bring on people who are exactly you know, it's small it's smart it yeah. really is and, and you know, it gets a lot of you know what else was a mod PUBG. PUBG, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little known uh, worst Fortnite, if you ask me. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure Elder, yeah, I'm pretty PUBG? sure Bethesda no. actually brought on people who helped build mods. I believe that on PC yeah. to help integrate it when they did the console version, yes. allowing the mods. That's like, pretty too. smart. So that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they. So, um, Austin, maybe you can explain this better than me. But uh, through modification of what did I have here? It. The main.scm file? Give me a second. Okay. They... He's got to hack uh, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is why you're the technical technical guy. Um, Apparently, this is a common tactic within the modding community. So, like, they shouldn't have really been surprised, but I can't say one way or another. I wanted to to confirm that, yeah. Yeah. So, there's a thing in programming, not just in games, called XML. Okay. Mm -hmm. Extensible markup language. Hot. And basically what it is... Talk about is, some hot coffee. <laughs> it's, it's, it's HTML, but you create your own structure to it. Okay. So instead of having like body, header, all that HTML stuff, you organize your information in this file that computers are meant to parse. Okay. And the mm. SCM file okay. is a schema, which is tells the computer what lo- information is located where. So uh, I'm assuming so main... it's kind dot, of like a glossary? Yes. So I'm assuming main.scm was just like... Here's a bunch of shit for the game to look up on what to run and what not to run, and they went in the XML what file not to run and but. changed a zero to a one, <laughs> and then it ran the hot coffee. All yes. right, that yeah, that uh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They so Rockstar's uh, um, U.S. public relations office was real determined to push that the narrative of like. Of blaming, of course, we uh, hate, blame we strictly hate on the modding we community. We hate sex in America. Yes, they even they got interviewed. Uh, like they even told Rolling Stone magazine that the creators of the the sexual content were not within the company of Rockstar, saying like they, which is uh, obviously not true. Like they made that stuff. Like the, the yeah. modders didn't make that content; they just unlocked it. You know, uh, they, maybe like, it might have been some sort of like contractor. You never know. You know, I guess but not. I but it's yeah. But I assume they were on pay a payroll of some kind. Even yeah. if they were contracted, it's like they knew. Because like, because the Eric is, Prince didn't technically. He's in, not technically a U.S. government employee. <laughs> he just happens to run Blackwater back in the day. You know what I mean? Like you can get around shit. They're, 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 do you ever play the video game of that? What no? Blackwater and a I don't video wanna, game on Connect. Yeah. <laughs> No, so they um. So it's I don't funny. want to contribute to the narrative that actual mercenaries are good things. <laughs> I watch movies. I know that they um. But so what's what's crazy here is like those emails that I mentioned earlier. 
like you can read them now. Like companies uh, or, or employees have leaked that stuff where it's just, they're basically just like, yo, like just keep making more and more stuff. Like we really want this game to be the most M rated game ever. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, what de game development was back then. It's like the postal ideology or something. Uh, a little addendum. <laughs> it could also be a scheme file. Which is another programming language. Just in case anybody wants to fact check me, I'm not sure which <laughs> like, one no it is. No corrections. I did not make Grand Theft Auto, but. <laughs> uh, so here's where things get really bizarre. Um, apparently, the night before that statement I mentioned on the 12th, someone from Rockstar called Patrick in the middle of the night before he unplugged his phone, I assume, thanking him for his work. Now, these are his words. Right before they backstabbed him. Yeah, right before okay, they backstabbed him. <laughs> he was quoted as saying, uh, and this is a, in the interview with uh, Eurogamer, uh, inter the interview with Patrick on Eurogamer, the, they said they wanted to thank me for the statement I made on my website. At first, I thought that someone was, uh, was pranking me, but then they confirmed their identity by email the next day. Um, I guess before those news stories broke that night. Uh, I guess at that point they assumed that it was enough to get the ratings guys off their back. That's, That's what I'm what saying. saying. Like I'm sure they just did the whole set. It was hackers so they can get mainstream media off their ass. Yeah. Because well, they, but like you said, they backstabbed. It was less well, than yeah, still, less than you know? 24 hours later, Here's he went from being thanked to being the biggest target in this again. Here's the thing I'll say: this time with Rockstar on the other side, there's a very good chance that. The person that called him thanking him was, was a designer or a programmer. Yeah. And, and the, not anybody who and made the person it, that made the statement was in PR. Yeah. Because yeah, that makes a lot of the sense. problem with modding and hacking is that the people that make the games, the artists, the programmers, the designers, yeah. understand that games are complicated and the only way to truly understand them is to reverse engineer games. Yes. So that's why a lot of modders become game programmers because you learn the most by modding. But you're also fucking with a commercial product. So yeah. a lot of your businessmen and PR men hate modders with a passion. <laughs> so I'm sure it was like maybe somebody from Rockstar was like, got an email that's like, yo, we're going to blame it all on this kid. And he was like, fucking, I got to call this kid. You're probably right. Yeah, there, there was probably yeah. an internal war yeah. as well, I assume. Because uh, there were some employees who were pretty cool in this, and and others obviously who who really took the wrong path. He's gonna get blamed for our fuck up. Yeah, we exactly. Because we hit it poorly. Yeah. <laughs> the modding community naturally was real outraged uh, uh -huh. by this for their friend. Uh, like, and obviously they were super upset that like that these guys were trying to demonize the whole scene. Yeah, and, and their craft. The like, yeah. You know, they have people, nothing to do with creating it. Most people don't know what modding actually is, and the first thing that parents and politicians and shit are hearing about this is, oh, it helped them put sex in the game, the yeah. gun game, or whatever. So <laughs> then all of a sudden, like, you know, you're a modder and you do this for fun. You, there's a community around it, and you have a bunch of friends who are modders. You're sitting there and you're like, great. Now politicians are going to be like, like. Get companies like Rockstar are going to go to politicians and be like, we need to make outlaw this shit. Yeah. Because you saw what happened. And then all of a sudden, modding becomes like a felony. And there then was, these yeah, people yeah. are there like, was, there was a you guy, wouldn't mod a car. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy within this community uh, who, when this stuff blew up, <laughs> I just got that, you motherfucker. Um, there was a guy in this community that was on this team who was like genuinely afraid that he was going to lose his job. Like, that he, people are going to find out that he was involved in this controversy. Yeah, why and, not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? think that because this was the talk of the town times are simpler um so here's where this lie falls apart and i love this uh a lot of these claims uh, like that the the modders created this were further disputed when it was revealed that the content was indeed 
featured in the original PS2 version of the game, which of course it was. That's where they got it from. Yeah. But all the news outlets that were putting in this were saying it was, you know, a mod created on PC by these guys. But there was a, uner, a, a user. There was a user known as Got Gothy. 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 Uh, <laughs> Dope name. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You uh, need some numbers, maybe an X or two. <laughs> <laughs> he put out a cheat on a website called uh, PS2 Save Tools. Uh, and it, it called uh, GTA SA Sensor Remover. Uh, not as doesn't have as a ring to it as hot coffee, but yeah, but not. That's basically what it was. In all fairness, this this person's username is Gothy. They're not the most creative person <laughs> out there, as opposed to Patrick W. Uh, yeah, our creative username. Yeah, or Barton Waterduck. <laughs> yeah, well, that, hey, that's his actual that name. Put duck. Okay, uh, yeah. I was about to say at least they just use their names. It's like we don't care. But, but this cheat allowed. Uh, both the both the console versions to access the minigame, showing that the assets were already there inside of the code from the beginning. Kind of a hero. Uh, kind of a sorry hero. for making fun of your username. <laughs> <laughs> Many users within the community stated that this was really uh, that this wasn't really that difficult. Like to like of because um on the PC mod was apparently only an edited copy of the game's main script file with a single bit change, which is what Austin was saying, and the console versions I. Uh, it was the same thing. It's just that you can't access them that way, so it required the use of third-party devices yeah. and software, like things like um, like action replay. I don't yeah. know if Game Shark still existed at that point. I don't think so. Probably not. I had an action replay for a while on GameCube. That was fun to mess around Game with. Game Shark was sick too. Yeah, I had a Game Shark. I had the, I never had the NES one. I had the Super NES one. I had the Nintendo 64 one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I did too. Yeah, yeah, I had that too. There was a Game Shark Pro as well mm -hmm. that you needed for like later versions of the game. So at this point. Uh, all of Rockstar's sorry, I was taking a drink there. Um, all of Rockstar's tactics to deflect the controversy uh, failed, pretty much. Uh, with senior product uh, manager Corey Wade later, this is like years later, admitting, I don't know if this, is, this might have been years later, but he admitted that the company chose the wrong strategy. Yeah. Uh, in an interview, he did state blaming it on the hackers was a colossal PR screw up. It was a complete disaster, and they lied. Yeah, no shit, yeah. you know, and then that's, it's not cool. Yeah. Um, this goes back to the number one less lesson in life. Never fuck with a program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut off your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so on the 20th of July, just a couple weeks later, uh, this stuff is still in, you know, this thing is getting passed around on the internet like actual pornography. Yeah. Um, the ESRB officially changed the rating of San Andreas from mature to adults only, 18 and up, pending after their investigation, uh, which is what many uh, people in the industry call the kiss of death for your video game. Or the two polygon sprites fucking of death, <laughs> as it was renamed <laughs> after this came out. <laughs> As not only do all your biggest department stores like Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Sears, at the time, Circuit City, do not carry AO-rated titles. This Because these were the five largest uh, electronic retailers yeah. in the U.S. But also, uh, and this is a little fucked Where up. We're going to go game crazy. <laughs> this is still the case. Um, the three main leads in the console gaming space, uh, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, all refuse to even allow any game rated as such to appear in their platform. At this point, I, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, AO games pr still only exclusively come out on PC. On PC, yeah. Uh, and and they're like to show how rare of a rating that is. A new AO game only comes out maybe once every few years. Yeah. I think Hatred was the last game I saw with an AO rating. And that's still going through legitimate avenues. I imagine most yeah. of that shit gets published 
without a care whether the ESRB you might be is right. Well, because you're right. Because that's the thing. It's it's way easier to just like distribute your game without going through the ESRB. Because mm-hmm. if you're an indie dev, you don't you're not gonna pay ten thousand dollars. You just put your game out on Steam unrated. Yeah. Steam doesn't require games to be rated, unlike these other platforms. Yeah, do, exactly. Which also, is the problem that Limited Run and and those companies that make box versions of games got. I'm pretty up sure in. Hot Coffee is partially the reason why they have that descriptor now that says online interactions are not rated by the ESRB. Wow, really? Cool. Yeah, That's because interesting. technically modding is an online interaction. Yeah, that's right? true. So if any game Same has, with usernames and stuff. Yeah, usernames. I always figured that came around like birth of multiplayer. Like that's I thought not, so too, yeah. but, but that makes, it did, but real. like that, I think they expanded it to include this kind of shit. Oh, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes, that makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Um, but this game was this game was literally pulled off shelves. And remember, this is the top selling game of the year. This game was like pulled off shelves at all of these places I mentioned, while other specialty stores such as like GameStop began to actually put little AO stickers over the M stickers on yes. like uh, yeah, GameStop don't care. They want your money. Over they're they like, put, or sorry, not <laughs> over the stickers. They put their stickers over the the M rated lo- like the logos and all the boxes so that they could continue selling the best selling game of the year. Yeah, of course. Uh, after carding patrons to check their age, but it was, um, it's, it's really cr- Like I actually remember going into a GameStop and, and seeing like yeah, those same. boxes with the, the new stickers on it, which is really crazy. Um, and it was then revealed because of the, the newly discovered scenes that the game would be completely banned for sale in Australia, earning a refused, uh, classification rating as its previous rating of 15 and up was already that already the highest available in that country. That actually happens a lot in Australia. Not, you know, they're real strict. They're, they're a little more strict about that type of thing. I know uh, Hotline Miami was never Hotline Miami two was never actually released in Australia. The the guy who made the game just told people to bootleg it yeah. because like the, he's like there wasn't going to be around editing. Which is weird because Australia is like to be strict but to be like yeah. that. Bunch yeah, of, I, bunch, bunch of, of cunts. Oh, I'll just say that. And here's the funny thing that I have. Uh, all while uh, Europe, Europe didn't really give a shit. Um, no, because Europe doesn't care about no. sex. And They're why, more interested in prosecuting their public figures for gun trafficking <laughs> than they are also, about fucking... So this, also, this, uh, <laughs> Japan didn't care. But no? GTA, okay, GTA wasn't a big thing as in, big Japan in Japan anyway. So uh, this game was already re- rated Peggy 18 in Europe for its violence, so a little extra sex didn't really matter <laughs> Peggy to 18? Peggy, that's the highest it goes yeah. over there. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid sounding. You never saw like those trailers? No, yeah. Peggy saying, 18. It couldn't yeah. be more like Europe. Like this is oh, one yeah, time yeah. I'm patriotic. Who um get a less fucking the, lame rating <laughs> system? What's the rating board in Japan? Do you do you know what the, they're called? Uh, I'm sure because I, I know they have. I think they have an 18 rating yeah, as well. Uh, number of tentacles in your video game, <laughs> one through eight. <laughs> Most games are zero know. tentacle games. Well, Cero, Cero, the Computer it. Entertainment yeah. Ratings Organization. They, I don't, I don't know if they have an adults-only equivalent. Like they have an M rated equivalent that I think that uh, seems for them. Maybe yeah, not. they do. Okay, it's Cero A for all ages, mm-hmm. B for twelve and up, C for fifteen and up, D for seventeen and up, and Z for eighteen and up. Oh, are Z games allowed on regular platforms over there? Because the AO rating here uh, is yeah. worthless. Yeah, like it's, exactly. It's like the NC seventeen rating where it's just like if you find out that's what your movie or that's what your game is getting, you make edits because it's like. And like I think there's a lot of theater chains who refuse to still, uh, you know, to still show. Okay. Here's yeah, their so here's like, their content descriptors. 
Love, romance, sexual content, violence, fear, use fear. of alcohol, tobacco, gambling, crime, drugs, and language. And the only ones that get it a Z, 18 and up rating are violence and crime. Wow, really? Sexual content and romance yeah, are, are 17 and up. <laughs> um, regardless, Rockstar was pretty much racing to recall the game while simultaneously working within the company to develop a version 2 of the disc with all the content removed. They were trying to recall the game and basically like, damage control as, as fast yeah. as they could. And they wanted to... All right, damage control plan. Uh, damage control plan. <laughs> Where are we going with this? All right, for starters, blame the community that loves us. <laughs> uh, now, while well, they're all now, pissed, yeah. let's... Uh, well, uh, and all the politicians stop... Uh, you know, getting angry, <laughs> we will uh, make another version of the disc that uh, will have all the stuff removed, even with mods, which later we'll learn they failed at that too, which is pretty funny. But they needed this game back on the shelves again in time for fall and for the holiday season. Because, you know, like they, especially like the Xbox and PS2 versions came out later and they, they, wanted, they wanted as many copies of all three versions as they could because um, this game was a huge seller. So what's funny is uh, during this time, uh, not to mention though, like, while employees were all frantically working around, tr like around the clock to fix this problem, a protest group known as the Peaceaholics bunch of dildos <laughs> were organized outside of their main office, spouting against uh, San Andreas and Rockstar's other game, Bully. Oh, I remember I told some people the other night when we were hanging out about this group called the Peaceaholics, and I think I collectively heard their eyes roll. Like, it's, it, it's, it's fucking <laughs> piece of holics. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, with, as if dealing with all this and paying for that recall wasn't already bad enough, this issue became super politi uh, politicized. Yeah. Like, like it, and I remember this too. No, with groups like the Peaceaholics behind it. Yeah. How does this not become <laughs> politicized? A lot of power those guys have. <laughs> Clearly, they're doing well because everyone's at peace. Um, <laughs> But everyone's favorite, uh, now disbarred asshole lawyer, uh, Mr. Jack Thompson, pretty much became the the primary figure to speak out against this game. This guy is such like a He's colossal such piece a knob. of shit, dude. I know, and and this and specifically against the mod. Yeah. Like so, this guy, uh, I was like pretty much rose to fame by blaming uh, that violent media was like the main cause of violent crime in America pretty much exploiting like grief and like victims of crimes to go after people for money and create, you know, like it's, it's, it's like, I can't like, this is one of the stories doing research that I was like getting angry and had to stop every few minutes because I was just like, this is, I got a piece around my living room. <laughs> <laughs> but I, as much as I would love to do an entire episode on this prick, I'd rather just say his name and move on. But, uh, but, but he, he, the one thing he was rather infamous for was lashing out at Rockstar in the past on several occasions for all of their games they put out prior. Yeah. Um, uh, and a, a question of competency, uh, competency was also directed at the ESRB themselves for failing to rate the game accurately and appropriately. Like, that's why ESRB was so pissed at Rockstar, because they had people on their backs, too. Yeah. And this led to the investigation of a bunch of other games that came out that same year 
that uh, like from parents and politicians about those games having improper ratings on the box as well. Yeah. They had push. They wanted um, the game the aforementioned bully to actually be M rather than teen, which is funny because that game is very silly yeah. like and, and much more well, lighthearted. Well, the truth is the ESRB didn't do anything wrong because what they were presented with and what the game you could actually access You're absolutely right. Was yeah, was what they did. Fine. And it's funny because the ESRB is fucked up on other times, but this is actually not one of the... Because no. the other thing is they, they rated uh, the game The Sims 2 teen pretty... That seems appropriate. Yeah. And uh, they were they wanted that game to be re-rated M, uh, and they claiming that the you know the the sex and stuff and because I'm pretty sure yeah. Sims Two you could not also, the fact like, that you could pause it, build a walls around your child and have them pee and die in a room alone. <laughs> no, I, I think the, the Sims the Two. Sex. I could be wrong with this, but I think the Sims Two allowed same sex relationships, which is uh, part of the reason that was so. I know all the future uh, the games uh, Sims games after that do as well, but. Uh, and then there was another game, uh, which was actually kind of a favorite of mine, uh, Capcom's Killer7, that they wanted to push that game to be AO rather than M as well. Never played Again, it, uh, not attacking the violence in that game or the themes, but the sex. No, no a, shit. We love violence, yeah. dude. Violence is what America thrives on, man. Yeah. Like, Killer7 is a pretty, killing, is a pretty <laughs> brutal game, and there was like one very short sex scene where the characters were fully clothed, but I like that was... You know, no. I think there's like a girl riding a guy in a wheelchair. Sex is like, weird. How dare we bring attention to the thing that could cure our violence? <laughs> <laughs> um, and all of this did not take long to attract the attention of Senator Hillary Clinton, uh, who, along with you Joe Lieberman, emails earlier. I knew she was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who, who, along with Joe Lieberman and Evan Bay, I, uh, I'm not as familiar with him. I know Joe Lieberman, um, but the, these, uh, this, this, <laughs> this uh, justice team later introduced the Family Entertainment Protection Act. Uh, another bunch of twats. If we're being honest, <laughs> yeah, oh, this, this loaded with suggesting them. that new regulations be put on video games uh, enforced from a federal mandate. This is what Austin was saying about how the MPAA and the ESRB and stuff like that are private organizations without, like, you know, the government's intervention. Like the yeah, like, the idea here with all of these organizations is that you're doing parents a service yeah. by describing what's in the game, and it's up to them to do their fucking their job, job as yeah. parents and yeah. stop yes. their kids from playing games. If Which they don't is. want them to see sex when they're 16, then don't buy the M-rated game for them. Oh, yeah, and we'll get into yeah, the, yeah, yeah. we'll get into some of the cases after that, and yeah. they're like, oh, man, they're, they're so, they make me so angry. But a little sidebar here also, I have this down, because I'd love to do an episode on this topic as well. This was 2005. This was seven years before video games were la later to become fully protected under the First Amendment, thankfully. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't until 2012 that they were, you know, put under the same protections as film and music and literature. Yeah. Um, but... Anyway, uh, her and Congress also passed a resolution to have the Federal Trades Commission to begin a class action complaint against the publishing company Take-Two about whether Rockstar intentionally undermined the ESRB by merely wrapping the adult content rather than removing it, hereby recklessly knowing that it would be inevitably made widely available. So... Like you said. Honestly, kind of fair. Kind of fair. Like, it's, there's it's no like, way they didn't sucks, know that somebody would access it eventually. You're right. It's, it's but this, it's also like, fuck off. It, exactly. It's, it's like all of everybody is technically 
technically. They're just yeah. being they're just being It's not right in like a societal fucking yes. situation. Yeah, like, you know what the, I mean? The, the foundations that they have built make this the way yeah. it is. But I mean I get it because like if someone was to put something truly horrible in a game and hide mm. it behind a mod that a kid could download really easily. Yeah, you don't then want absolutely. To. Yeah. But like this it's, is the weakest but case. But the, yeah. the whole reason you're being paid as a private organization is to make these judgments. People are putting their faith in you. It's the whole reason your company exists in the first place. Yeah, it it's is. Because it's like a combined faith that these people are telling the truth. You know so who, each case should be judged individually. You know who didn't get sued? The ratings agencies that caused the 2008 financial crisis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a private company, too. Yeah, exactly. They didn't get sued. No. Yeah. The, uh, but the class action suit concluded, uh, and like... You were saying, because it just said, it is our expert opinion that it was inevitable that the modder would locate and unlock such content for the PC version of blah, 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 was released and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, technically right. But one of the biggest cases they referenced was a case in New York. And this is what you, like Austin was saying, what you guys were saying about it being the fucking, the parents, where it's like, this was uh, after, there was an 85-year-old grandmother named Florence Cohen what a, a name that hasn't existed in 85 years. <laughs> who bought the game for her 14-year-old grandson. Uh, who She filed suit claiming that Rockstar and Take-Two were guilty of deception, false advertising, fraud, and let's not forget abuse due to its improper rating because of the hidden content. Not because of everything else that you can do in that game. Like, yeah. Heavy sigh. <laughs> Chainsaw and I mean, cops. I mean, I worked at GameStop for a little bit. Okay. What was that like? I worked in a movie theater, so I had to do my fair share. Um, so the rating thing was a big thing. I worked at GameStop when GTA Five was released. Oh wow! So yeah. I had. How many kids do you have to turn away? Yeah, well, it wasn't just that. It was a number of, should I buy this game for my son? So I'm um, literally, like, I'm in a position as a regular person here making, like, a I love the game, and I'd be honest, be making like, no. a moral oh, decision. Yeah, that's, that's weird, too, because then it I think is, about my own childhood. Exactly, and, and I, yeah. I honestly would say the same thing. I'd be like, look, to be it totally honest on, you, It depends on the old, kid. How old's your child? Yeah. You know, like, 14? Probably not. But maybe 15, 16? Yeah, but again, though, maybe, that's so specific. You have, to be like, but, you have to be like, will these things bother you or your kid? Like, yeah. does your kid have a really I don't know what good your understanding? Like, yeah. Who knows that he plays GTA and he's like, oh my God, this video games are incredible. You know? it, like, it's we, hard. We it's really before. hard. It's like Halo is technically and an M-rated up, game. That's in 2001, like, I played that when I was 10, 11. Like, it's, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, the M-rating in that is very different than the M-rating in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the Samurai Jack thing where, like, Samurai Jack was cutting people up, but they were always, like, robots. That's why yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you can get away with it. Peggy, I think, makes more sense. Um, because rather than doing M and then AO right. and making AO impossible to publish. Just 15 and 18? It's 16, 16 and 18. 18. Yeah. I mean, that's just two years instead of one. I mean, I mentioned it's earlier. two years instead of one, like, but like. They do a lot of 16 they also in Europe, like, though. They yeah. do 18 plus for adults, and then they make that allowed. Making a 17 rating that's allowed and an 18 rating that's not is just so stupid. I know. Yeah, well, I mean, it, with movies, they jump from 13 to seven, just two different versions of 17. One being you can be have a guardian and one that you can. One you can, yeah. But it's like, it, I don't know. It's, I mentioned earlier that I played GTA 1 when that came out and I was seven, eight. And I remember back in the days of Funko Land, you could open a game before you uh, bought it. And I remember they the guy not letting me buy it and my mom being there with me and then he was like, do you want to play it and kind of determine whether or not this is, you know, like, okay for your kid. And she was like, okay. So like we opened it up and we played it 
And she watched me uh, play it for a few minutes. And she was cracking up because of how crude that game is. It's literally, it's top down. You're looking at a bunch of squares and a bunch of circles. There's a button to fart on people. In that yeah. Game. Like, it's like, she was cracking up because it's like, even though that first game is violent and is cursing it, it's so, that was a different era too. So it's like, there's too much to take into consideration culturally. It's like, really, a rating system is like, the, it's the a funny, hard thing. It's it a is hard a hard thing. thing. The reality now. is, I actually, if you were to ask me, I think the E T M N A O or E ten all that we stuff, that, sh- that should be <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> all that stuff should be gone, and the descriptor should matter. Like, yeah, like, the obviously, like Gone Home shouldn't have the same rating as GTA Five, and it does. You know, it's yeah. just like it, it's. It, you well, know, it's, like it, it, it's it's the same thing. People like simplicity. Simplicity is bliss. At this you know? point, so at this point, the rating system just means sports and racing games are E. Yeah. And then, like... Anything else is R. Everything else oh, is M. E- yeah, M- like, yeah, it's M. just, like, there's very few teen-rated games, and the one that's R are, like, it's... It's so it's like hard. song lyrics. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. exactly. Like, Tony Hawk games are rated teen, you know? It's, yeah. like... But now it's, like... Like, graphics and stuff have gotten so good that now pretty much most shooters, first and third, are consistently going to be M. Yeah. But, um... But on August 10th, 2005... Uh, Rockstar, and this is going to be this is kind of our the result sort of of, of their yeah. backlash here. They they officially release a patch for the PC version of San Andreas, um, claiming it fixed a lot of performance issues and bugs and stuff too. But more importantly, the patch disabled the hot coffee mod and the scenes, uh, even if the it was installed. It um, was also called the cold coffee patch. Was it really? Yeah. Uh, fuck, that's. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't fucking oh, loser. <laughs> Seeing this version too, um, if you will, is specifically designed by Rockstar to crash if the game data files were modified, which of course just led to the modding community finding workarounds to revert. Yeah, like uh, like like they saw it as a challenge. Like they, well, they, I wouldn't you? Yeah, of think, course. You know, here's the gauntlet. But they figured it out. They they found a way to allow the mini games to run again, even on new versions. Oh, of course. Rather than old versions. And but, I'm glad because one of my favorite mods, the cops and robbers. That mod's great. Is yeah, Rob's. I know what Cam you're talking about. Cam introduced me to that yeah. like way back when, and we would play it. I'd be like, "This is awesome, <laughs> dude!" It's like a full multiplayer version of yeah, San Andreas City great. with like roles for you know as cops and robbers. It's really now, fucking cool. After this happened, they pressed all new versions of the PlayStation Two and Xbox discs, uh, and they those started to come to market again. Yeah. Which was this was funny enough because this led to some people selling their original copies on eBay, probably for a lot for like higher jacked up prices. Yeah, like like leading like which which funny because this led to to users like parents flagging those auctions as inappropriate content for removal. They were trying to take all that stuff down, uh, which is super funny. But um, on August 24th, a couple weeks later, Rockstar announces a mandatory recall of all games still owned uh, by the general public themselves. Not, <laughs> not retail outlets. Consumers who had already purchased the game were allowed to keep it but only with the patch installed. I was about to say, come and get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, although, because you can't legally force anyone to actually return or destroy any of that shit, obviously. And given the, the higher value of the uncensored version, it's doubtful that anybody did this. I'm sure some parent confiscated some kid's copy and mailed it in, but, like... You must have, yeah, like, the... They must have been feeling pressure hardcore from some yeah. places. Like, it seems like a little extreme to like even make it. They must have just had to, like as a formality, be like, yeah, be destroy like, it or bring them in. It, it, like in the same way that, like, oops, this kid's toy has lead paint on it. Like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Except that lead paint toy isn't being 
blamed for violence <laughs> in our communities. So unfortunately for Rockstar, even with all these changes, uh, the civil class actions continued to trickle on for years. Um, cases like that one I mentioned earlier, there were a, there were a bunch of those. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were still against them too. Like Hillary Clinton, the modding community, Shit, at one point, the city of Los Angeles joined in the lawsuits accusing the company again for not disclosing the game's sexual conduct. The Fuck city of off. Los Angeles... Another yeah. another first lady fucking up something else. <laughs> Good Sorry, thing. that's a Nancy Reagan jab. And was Tipper it? Gore. Yeah. No. Nancy Reagan for ruining well, drugs first, forever. She's not the first lady. She was the vice first lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when Al Gore was vice president, Tipper Gore is the reason that albums oh, really? have the the explicit content label. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Well, you know, everybody knows the city of Los Angeles, no crime at all whatsoever, so once they saw that... Not the not the literal location for the setting of all these violent Those videos. naughty <laughs> pixels. Yeah, well, that was the other thing. That, like, this game was making a complete mockery and a satire of, like, their culture. And play. Yeah, it's great. exactly. Like, San Andreas is literally a mock of LA. It's great. It's, Vegas, it's, like, just, like, it's like how superficial can we... Yeah. Um, but uh, the crazy thing was, too, is that originally the FTC didn't even place any of these fines on Rockstar at the beginning of the investigation. Uh, instead, they put them on notice, kind of like a written warning a cop gives you, at a, like when you get a speeding ticket. Mm. They stated that... Except if, that cop's an arms trafficker. Before all the shit... <laughs> <laughs> before all the shit blew up, they basically, like... Like, because before they had all the parents and politicians on their backs, they basically just said, hey, Rockstar, if you violate the ratings again, you'll be subjected to civil fines up to uh, $11,000 per violation. Yeah, which is like 11 grand is nothing, but it says per violation. Well, that was it. Which, ca- yeah. For, uh, Everybody who bought a copy, copy of, of the, the game. game yeah. yeah, but still, it was a written warning. Yeah. They, they obviously, like, they, they took the deal promising that any release in the future would be... A, it would never happen again. It would be 100% relevant to the rating, yeah. which as far as I know, every GTA game after that is still tons of controversy like they always do, yeah. but I don't think there was any hidden content, at least no. nothing that would have challenged the rating or the descriptors the game would have already had no. because there's full-blown nudity in the new games anyway, so yeah, it's like, exactly. whatever. Um, I told you, you can you can literally have a prostitute fuck you in your car in first person yeah. GTA 5 <laughs> on the console. <laughs> there you it know? is, yeah, the yeah. DLC. Um, but after several years of hearing uh, from about 2,700 claim, uh, claimants, 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 those are all the parents, angry parents, um, uh, on September 1st, 2009, Take-Two finally settled on, on the suit. Uh, they finally settled the suit for $20,115,000. Holy shit, dude. Paid into a fund for the benefits of its members. What you, what you, for benefits of what? What did they get? What do they need that for? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm just like, why? And I was thinking about this. I know. Okay, all the recalled games that they must have took out, they must have had to pay with the money they made from the profits to press the new ones so they could even make a profit <laughs> off the game selling that in the holiday season. Right. And then on top of that, your publishers charge $20 million. I mean, as per, as per the terms of the settlement, this also included uh, an $873,000 Cyprus award to the National Parent Teachers Association that I mentioned earlier and the ESRB. And the ESRB is the only people they probably owe an apology to. Uh, but I would say that everybody else um, are just a bunch no, of... No, they own an apology uh, to the fucking modding community. The ESRB... They do. The actually, ESRB probably right. wormed their they way do, in here yeah. to get a piece of this 800 k because they're fucks too they are fucks but they just they they were just sick of getting yelled at i get it because I, I, I like it's like I, I mean i don't know if people were picketing their offices too but it's like i'm sure they were getting dead fish in the mail from you know everybody uh every how's this fish rated you fuck <laughs> this is like imagine you're walking down the street and somebody comes this way and they're like yeah there's a guy behind me 
I think he robs somebody, so watch out. And then you go, and he robs you and pulls out a gun, and then you go back to the other guy and like, yo, why didn't you tell me he had a fucking gun? <laughs> you're like, I told you he was going to rob you. You should have left. And they're like, yeah, but he had a gun, though. Like, this, this, yeah, I could knock what, a robber down. This is what the equivalent of this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's a bit of the legacy of that this left, right? So uh, what happened to our pal Patrick? Uh, in an interview, uh, Rockstar co- Assassins yeah, he washed him. up on shore. <laughs> uh, no, so today he says he has few regrets. Uh, he was quoted as saying, "Looking back, of I course. still would have published the mod." Uh, he said, "If he hadn't published it, it would have been inevitable that somebody else would have found it later and made it public." Yeah, of course. Echoing the quotes opposing Rockstar earlier, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, he said, uh, "He said it's a great story to tell at parties and to my grandchildren when I'm old enough and wise." He joked. <laughs> Yeah, um, and which is funny because those at Rockstar, which means he has kids. So this guy, he had some hot coffee. Those at Rockstar in the now, <laughs> yeah, they played the spanking game and he had kids. Um, the, those like those still at Rockstars, they they don't like to talk about it mostly because I'm sure they feel embarrassed. Like Rockstar is seen as they being should a feel pretty cool company. Yeah, exactly, and, like, and they should feel embarrassed. Yeah, and and they should. It's 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 a bummer because they're one of my favorite developers. Their PR and it, like Austin said. It was most likely not anybody who, like any artist. Like yeah, obviously. Ah, the artists have no got, say in PR. I got a or big problem anyway. with putting any blame on Rockstar, though, too, because the yeah. game was so silly and stupid. It's more the system that's fucked up. No, and they got the system is fucked shit. up. They should have it's, never had to react to it. Society general. is the biggest, like, yeah. you know, it's like, because that's the thing. It's like, I like if I sound like I've been like, like, you know, against Rockstar here, it's like, I'm not. Like, if it's anybody in this story who I think is like, it's you're just like looking at Jack Thompson and Joe Lieberman and Hillary Clinton and the parents. Like, it's like politicians are, are obviously sticking their they're dungs where they shouldn't but it's like it's it's all up to the parents like it's, it's like, almost it's, like we shun sex because we're a culture of violence and we're a culture yes. of violence because we like violence because violence promotes brutality and brutality is all about weapons and weapons runs the economy it's uh, so crazy it's so weird <laughs> <laughs> you're, know, you're all like, crazy that's the problem. we're gonna like start talking about like video games <laughs> oh, yeah. and then like fast forward 90 the, seconds the and problem, it's just a deconstructing capitalism yeah, yeah. the problem with hot oh, coffee yeah. is that it it i guess not the problem it 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 shows everything that's wrong with all. It of does. Shit. It absolutely. Yeah. Does. It's like this whole foundation is yeah. fucked. Like, yeah. Um, A lot of time and money went into complaining about one of the worst looking animated sex scenes I've ever <laughs> seen in, in my history. life. Yeah, yeah, like of I can't emphasize enough how like small of an issue this feels just compared to now think about like outrage culture now like it's just like man like i you know it's unbelievable that funniest, this had a nation in a fury like the funniest part of all this is that you go back to the court case of the the old lady with her grandson yeah he was 14 you yeah. know who else was 14 when that game came out oh us us yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, I remember true. seeing in 2005. I, I was, was 15, I was 15, technically. Yeah. yeah, when the hot coffee thing came out, and I saw a video of it online, and I was like, "Man, that's stupid." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like LOL. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, who yeah, wasn't yeah, outraged like, at fuck. any of this? The players, the, the, kid, the people the kids. who were supposedly being affected. Yeah, like oh. exactly. They got to protect us from ourselves. Like, you know. it's okay. It's gotten better though. Now we're just shooting at kids and telling them to not be afraid instead of telling them their video <laughs> games aren't violent. <laughs> 
Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, well, that was the thing. Like, Jack Thompson was famous for it's just like, no, it's not mental. It's not the state of mental health in this country. It's issue. It's, it's not uh, It's not fucking, like, uh, gun culture in the NRA and, and regulations yeah. on that. It's... Uh, Columbine it's, it's, is because it's, of Grand Theft Auto. No, Columbine <laughs> is because of Doom. Oh, yeah, Doom, yeah. And Marilyn Manson and the movie The Matrix. Everyone knows that. <laughs> um, but the final costs of this whole thing were pretty significant beyond just the financial stuff. It took years to undo the emotional damage to the fan community and the relationships between Rockstar and that. Like nowadays, it's yeah. it's like with it's it's like it's just um, with the unfathomable numbers of dedicated uh, GTA Five players, both online and off. And I was like, just playing yesterday. It's fuck yeah, yeah and, two days ago. And yeah. combined with the excitement and love of like Red Dead, you know, with yeah. the new one coming out, like it seems crazy to think that there was a time when the most passionate Rockstar fans actually felt like betrayed and alienated. Like, yeah. like people actually. It's weird to think that people felt disenfranchised from Rockstar because now they at least they have done a good job of like doing better yeah like it's for sure, just for like because sure. it's like now i'm that's, pretty sure they're that's because their role like if anything rockstar is continuing to do this it's just people don't care as much because rockstar's role has always been taking a magnifying glass and holding it up to society yeah like, that's what gta totally. is all about yeah yeah absolutely yeah, the reason it's so violent culture yeah. because it's a commentary on yes, culture absolutely yeah, yeah. And especially you said that and and with advancements in technology I didn't particularly like four a lot, but it definitely talks about a lot of shit, especially wars and like violence. I mean, four paved the way. Yeah, for, but five yeah. has such like a great dialogue. Yeah, that whole yeah. game, everything mocks something about society's yeah, absurdity. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. that's what's so funny. That's what I try and explain. Like I, I remember GTA Five obviously had its huge share of controversy when it came out, where people were calling it, you know, like misogynistic, just in the same way that people were saying that four was like racist for its portrayal of like foreigners chasing the American dream and stuff like that but it's like it's like no it's a satire like it, it, it's blatantly like being like yes GTA 5 is misogynistic because America is like yeah, it's exactly. just like that is why like it's blatantly trying mm -hmm. to you know be like you fucks like you know like it, <laughs> pay and, attention yeah real quick I want to go over something I found sure the Peggy so ESRB doesn't do this but Peggy does this they have uh, they released a report in 2015. They've re they've rated in their history 1,900 games. Okay. Okay. And they have descriptors for a whole bunch of shit. Um, and it says uh, of those 1,900 games, 64.7% of them have the violence descriptor. 18% mm -hmm. of them have okay. bad language. 8% of them have fear. 4.7 have sex. <laughs> 1.4 have gambling. 1.2 had drugs, and no games to date have used the discrimination descriptor. <laughs> Why would you even put out strange. a game at that point? May yeah. contain scenes, behaviors, or references to cruelty or harassment to a group of specific people based on race, religion, ethnicity, gender, ability, or sexual identity. I think that's like a sting. That's how they know that your game, like, it, like yeah. that's that's to, that's how publishers steer clear. Which, of your honestly, game. I'm surprised. That yeah, that's it's like there have been games that yeah. here at white supremacist industries. We're about to put out our game. <laughs> oh wait, we have Nazis in it. Discrimination. We make sure we put that. In. Like, we got to. You such a bitch. Yeah. You can't it's, publish no, your game now. What's funny about the, the AO rating here is that it's pretty much specifically just reserved for sex. Like it's yeah. because it's obviously with games like the new Mortal Kombat's and everything. Like you can make a game as horrifically violent as you want, but it's like. 
the only games I've ever seen to score the M, the AO rating for like that wasn't for sex were gambling games that you needed like yeah. that you would put in a credit card to like yeah. actually gamble with sex your money. Because sex is it's private. It's something like a businessman does with his mistress or like a priest does with a child. Like <laughs> it's it's not like something that like we want to bring attention to. Uh, or at least until um I mentioned it recently, but uh, hatred was the only one I ever saw actually stick with their. AO. But that was there was some yeah. other kind of stuff about that. Yeah, game. A bunch of dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, there, there was a there, like, I don't know if that rumor would came to light that those people were actual uh, tied to some pretty fucked up shit. But more or less, it was a not a great game anyway. Um, but anyway, um, so a lot of those in the scenes were afraid to give them more press for a while. People were still pretty bitter. It was ugly, but now they're you know a lot of those relationships I'm sure have kind of been bonded and then and. Uh, now they're respected almost universally again. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to leave this on kind of a funny note just because, uh, you know, it, it's like we can get really angry talking about the politics of this all day. But um, Rockstar's uh, boss could not resist just one last final dig at, his, at the, the critics of this time. And San Andreas' follow-up, GTA 4, I'm sure everyone's familiar, being based in a fictional, fictionalized New York City, uh, and they, needed a, they needed a Statue of Liberty stand-in do you remember this yeah. so naturally the developers thought it would be cute to model it after uh, no one other than hillary clinton herself yeah except holding uh instead of holding a flaming torch they decided to give her a nice uh steaming cup of coffee <laughs> yeah. i think it's called the statue of happiness in the game it's brilliant which is pretty good and uh and of course naturally sex in games was defeated forget everything featured in gta 5 and all the david cage games yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it never happened ever again but um I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts, but that was kind of a big ride. Um, I do have one last quote here from uh, Mr. Patrick uh, Wildenborg to play us Which, out. Which, this, this is a good way to end it. I won't say anything else because he echoes everything we've been saying He for absolutely a while. does, yeah. which is kind of why uh, I, I like this so much. But uh, he, uh, at the end of this interview, he is uh, quoted as saying, uh, Why would a 17-year-old be allowed to run around the city bearing weapons, a game in which you're free to shoot cops and beat up women, but in which you're not allowed to make love to his girlfriend after dating her for a while. So, why indeed, Patrick? <laughs> That's pretty good. But that has been Hot Button. Uh, thank yeah, you for sticking yeah, through us with this big one. I know this was this was kind of one of the bigger scandals, so that was, yeah, that was a lot a of one, research, though. but that's a good one. A lot of good, there's a lot of good little bites in here. Yeah. yeah Take yeah. a bite. Yeah, Take maybe, a maybe. bite. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> go, on, go play the shagging game. Spanking. Game. Um, do you want to plug safe. some Twitters or should I? Do you uh, feel like you talking can, you can, anymore? You can plug some Twitters. My, um, my throat's a little dry. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, you can find us on Hot Button Cast at that's you put it at. The amp, is, yeah, it's, a, it's an A. I almost said ampersand. I can't. It it doesn't work in audio format, but I'm spelling it out in the air. If you don't recognize it's the symbol, I'm drawing it. Oh yeah, no at Hot Button Cast. I'm at Chris I something. At Restart Randy at Austin Blakesley. Right? Yeah. yeah. Classic. That's just the us. name. Yeah, I like that. I can't do that. And I we just will spell it every fucking time. <laughs> we will be back next week with another topic. So stay tuned. Yeah. See you later.